If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. We're going to be talking about quite a few things on the show today. Well, the main thing, I guess, the big thing we're going to talk about is that image of Wolverine and Deadpool side by side. A lot of Deadpool news lately, and now we got the rumor of Wolverine's suit. Now we get the confirmation with the image that everybody's passing around at the moment. Insidious, the latest movie, going off of what we've been talking about on this show a lot. The budget, small budget, hits number one, dethrones Indiana Jones in its second week. Um, and the Songs of Freedom also doing the same thing, a smaller budget movie making some big waves on, uh, on the box office. So we'll talk about maybe this is a sign that people will start to pay attention to go for the smaller smaller budgets to try to make a bigger profit. We'll see. Um, what else? Well, James Gunn talking about Superman, Constantine. Two looks like it is happening after all, and the same thing. Um, there's there's some other other news, other Warner Brothers movies that thought were dead that are coming back to life. So they say. Uh, that and more on today's show. So if you have an opportunity, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go over there. That's that helps us out tremendously. We're on video over on Spotify as well. And you can go over to the website, thechristianharloff.com. Shoes and Beef, the animated series, is up there right now. And Capes and Cowls, issue number one, on the site at the moment. If you get it a la carte, when you get it a la carte, I should say, that every time you get a copy of the a la carte, whether it's digital or a, um, an actual physical copy, that is where my man Wicked Art goes and gets a little bit of the the proceeds for each one that is sold so check it out it's it's a it's a fun little series and i hope you enjoy it all right let's get into it everybody let's get into the big thing it's me and you i'm ready you're ready let's do it what up everybody welcome back it is the big thing hope you're having a good day Hope you're having a wonderful day. Um, I tried again, guys. I tried again with the clip-outs thing. I don't understand how it works. I thought I was starting to pay attention to the freaking YouTube algorithm. Someone told me the other day, like, you're never going to catch it. So it's, not, it's not a matter of catching it. It's a matter of chasing it. If it makes a right-hand turn, you always got to go right. But I was trying to, you know, short-form content always helps the channel out, obviously. So I wanted to start doing clip-outs on this channel. Taking portions of the show and certain topics that we talk about and whether it's interview, you know, interview things or, uh, or stories and, and put them up there and see how they do. And I put one up there, did okay. And then I put another one and ate shit. So I was like, I might just go back to going to the Christian Harloff and Friends channel where I'm just going to make that a clip-out channel. I'll still do live streams over there. But to continue and then just put, I have no short form content over there anyway. So maybe I'll just make that the clip out channel and it doesn't do well. Who gives a shit? Um, but I just can't mess around with, with this channel. And you guys are just, because big thing has been 
doing really well. The episodes have been doing really well, and you guys have been tuning in. I don't want it to mess with things. So I'd love to get your thoughts on it. What do you think? That's my that's that's where I think I'm going to go with it because the clip out's just not working. I've tried it so many different times, and 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 I've tried it before on that on that Christian Harlow from French channel. It didn't work over there either. Those clip outs, and um, but I figure now over there, who it doesn't really matter. It's just a, it's just real estate that I'm that I only use for live stream right now. So I might as well just try it. And if it takes off, it takes off. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So I think that's where the clips are going to live. I think I'm going to start doing that. Um, all right, there's some news. Some news. Let's start with the big news that dropped today. Now we got our first look at Hugh Jackman in the classic Wolverine costume. There it is. This is from um, Bloody Disgusting. The character's first official foray into the MCU Deadpool 3 is arriving in theaters on May 3rd, 2024. And a new sneak peek image has been shared. Hugh Jackman will be back as Wolverine one more time in Deadpool 3, reprising the role that he played for the first time, well, no, sorry, for the final time in Logan back in 2017. He is, of course, starring alongside Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Reynolds has taken to social media to share the above first look image this morning, featuring Deadpool and Wolverine side by side. It's a still from the upcoming Deadpool 3, and the most notable thing about the image is that it features Jackman fully suited up in the classic yellow and black Wolverine costume that fans have been, fans have been dying to see him step in. Okay, so, yeah, absolutely. That's, a, uh, that's something everybody has been looking to see, right? It's that, that picture and uh, that, that, that suit, rather, that he's wearing in the picture, and, and um, it's that old-school Wolverine feel from the, the, the I guess, the... The animated series and the comics and um people are getting more and more hyped about this and for a lot of different reasons right the, the first reason is it's wolverine it's one of the more beloved characters not only in comic books but in, in what hugh jackman has done for the character in all of the movies and especially with logan and especially with i mean x-men 2, x2 and so so many different roles so many different times that he's just brought so much more to the character and you, it, it's like one of those roles that you couldn't imagine anyone else playing because he did it for so long. I think 2000 was the first one that he ever did. Um, so I love the fact that he's coming back, and I love the fact that he's coming back because Ryan Reynolds got him to do it, you know, and, and there was so much of that kind of friendly banter that was leading to it. But I think that's one of the reasons there's so much hype behind this movie is that Ryan Reynolds is a marketing genius. He's a marketing genius. And, and obviously, you look at what he did with his company, Mint Mobile, Yes, they are a sponsor. No, none at the moment. But nonetheless, even if they weren't, I would say that they, um, what he's done, look at what he's done with that company in general. But then look at the way he just teases things. And I think Koi Jandra brought this up on Capes and Cows on Friday. And he talked about Ryan Reynolds, and he talked about how um, D23, they had an opportunity to talk about Deadpool 3 and, and to announce that Wolverine was coming back. And they chose not to. They chose to do it a couple, I think it was a couple of days later or a week later. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe it could have been a day later, but it, nonetheless, it wasn't on that day. And I think that was obviously planned. I think it was partially planned by Reynolds, if not all planned by Reynolds, to say, no, we don't want it to just be a string of announcements, and that's one of the announcements. We want to be the announcement. And that's what they did, right? And they got a lot of hype behind it, and they did it in a very creative way, and they did it in, um, in a fun way, and people were talking about it and he's done that consistently and he's done that he did that with back with the um mario lopez thing that he did for deadpool i think when the, with the announcement of how it was going to be a, a hard r back in was it 2016 i think 2017 one of the two either way um so he's he's very good at that and he knows how to get people talking about it and there's a 
continuation of that into Deadpool 3 and whether it's the news of Jennifer Garner coming back as Electra, and then these little things that are happening and these the little cameos that are coming out but then it's this potential not the potential this um this announcement that he makes to show that there's a reason that people started talking about the costume and whether or not it was something that was planned or not planned he he pays attention to all this stuff and he pays attention to what people are talking about and maybe he was even like let's put this thing out let's put the image out and 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 there you go. There's the there's the hype behind it, and now people are talking about it. It's one of, and it's one of the biggest stories of the day so far. And it's just a picture of these two guys, but you want to see them together. And even in the picture alone, whether it's now if this is a still from the actual film or just them kind of walking or the, a scene from the movie itself, um, it looks like obviously they're going to be working together and they're going to have some kind of. Uh, at first, I think they're probably going to fight each other, and it's probably going to be a crazy battle between the two of them because they both can heal, and it's probably be some crazy shit going on in the beginning, and then they'll start working together. But I think that, again, Koi has been saying it a lot that Deadpool is going to pretty much be the end of the Fox universe and the end of it all, and I think that's accurate. I think this is going to blend into the new X-Men. I think. I mean, it would be a fantastic way to introduce whoever the new Wolverine is going to be. I don't think they're going to do it, but it'd be a great way to do it. And this movie is going to do very well, and it's going to have that the Deadpool hype around it. It's going to have an array of different um, celebrity cameo, just, I don't know, haymakers, if you will. And I think people are going to be excited about that off the bat, but there's also now, and then combine it with the MCU of it all, and and finally being able to say, all right, here's this multiverse thing that we've been teasing, and this is the first time that we're really going to put it together on how this is going to play into Avengers and all that. And obviously, it's always it's a comedy, and it's going to have the breaking of the third wall and 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 all that. But I think that this is going. This has the opportunity to be one. Of, I mean, one of the more hyped movies of next year for sure. But one of the more hyped movies up of the upcoming MCU. Now, one of the things that has been a thing for sure is, and this is something that we've been talking about a lot on this show and in general, is how much is this movie going to cost? Because the other one, the, the, I mean, the first one barely cost sixty million dollars. I think it was like fifty-eight million dollars for the first one, and the second one was probably, if I was to guess, probably a hundred. Um, I hope they stay in that range because that's that's what made those movies special. They had to they had to play within a, a range that was very very small compared to other big budget action movies, especially an MCU movie. I hope it's a smaller budget. I really do because I think that it'll do it a disservice if it isn't. Um but I don't know. What do you guys think of the image? What do you think about it? just everything going on in it? What do you think about Wolverine in the new suit? What do you think about the timing of it? Go ahead and comment. Tell me exactly what you think. Uh, the other thing, before I move on, also, I wanted to tell you guys, um, I've talked about it many times on this show when it comes to um, sponsors that we have, but I was using um, a company called True Bill for a long time, which is now Rocket Money. And I, the reason why, and I, way before, way before, they are a sponsor and they're sponsoring this, this segment at the moment, um, but when they were inquiring about shows, I said, oh, my God, I got to get Rocket on the show because I, I use them. I, it's very easy for me. Like some, of, some of the sponsors, when I, when I will get them, um, I use them. I, yeah, I like this. I want to talk about it. I said, I don't, I don't, I don't need to, try to sign up. I'm already signed up. I love Rocket Money because I have so many different subscriptions, and I had so many different things that I was signed up to from over the years that I had no idea that if I was or, or wasn't, and 
and they help you cancel subscriptions. They, you log in, you give them all, you give them the information, and they go through everything. They say, well, you're paying for this, 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 and this. Do you want to be? And they manages, and I also get, and it's it's great because I'll get like a, a notification that says from Rocket that basically says you spent this much this month that is typically X amount less than you normally do, X amount more. Here's why. This is what you spent on. And if you link it to your to your bank and everything too, it'll tell you. It'll say, "Hey, um, this came through. This was a transaction that came through. Do you know this? Are you? Is this something you want? This is uh, this is a little. Uh, this is not something that usually you do. So we wanted to make you aware of it. I love this app. I use it all of the time. Where the hell is it? It's 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 right here. It's right there. I use it all the time, and I make sure that." It, Tons of notifications to let you know because you, I'm telling you, man, you'd be surprised how many subscriptions that you have that you haven't managed over the year. And it tells you what you're spending money on monthly. And you go, wait a minute, I had to cancel. So the second I signed up, cancel, 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 cancel. Did all that. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way. Go to rocketmoney.com slash thing. That's rocketmoney.com slash thing. Rocketmoney.com slash thing. I'm telling you, I was thrilled when I heard that they were coming on. I was like, yes, yes. I, that is the easiest thing in the world for me to talk about because I love rocket money. I love it. I love it. Um, I am telling you, I am telling you to, you'll be so happy when you start to put in and you're like, oh, this subscription, this, get, get rid of it all if you don't need it. It's, it'll save you so much money and you're going to thank me and you're going to thank them. So again, if you want to help out the show, then you definitely try it out. If you want to help out yourself, then you definitely try it out. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's get to the next one. You guys watch this Napoleon trailer? Joaquin Phoenix, about six feet tall or something, a little longer. There's not necessarily no Napoleon complex here, but who cares? Ridley Scott's new epic starring Joaquin Phoenix trailer dropped. And what's funny about it is as it dropped, I was like, I'm looking at it, I'm going, oh, man, it's got a kind of, kind of gladier vibe to it. And then it says, directed by Ridley Scott. I was like, oh, that makes sense. 
Um, yeah, I think people are going to make the the obvious thing of the, the height, and then you got either got to get over it or you don't. Uh, I got over it fast. Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon, pretty uh, pretty awesome, pretty awesome. I want to see it. I want to see how they, it's got. It's got to be like a three hour movie, right? It's got to be. And just learning about what and how Napoleon kind of came into power and, and what he did in order to, to, to get there and the fact that they did all the different things and the tyrant portion of it and all that. I, I thought it looked great. I thought it looked great. I saw a, great, a couple of different trailers I thought looked really good. And one I didn't really talk about was, um, was the Bob Marley trailer also. I thought that looked fantastic. So there's some upcoming movies, biopic movies. And, and what's that dude's name, man? The guy from uh, Secret Invasion. And, and, then, um, and then he was also Malcolm X in One Night in Miami. Uh, that dude is a star. Kingsley Benadir, this guy, this guy is a, this guy's a superstar. This guy is a superstar. He is so good in everything he is in, and he looks phenomenal as Bob Marley. So the Bob Marley script, I actually read a version of the Bob Marley script like 23 years ago. I don't know if it's the same one, um, but I was a big Bob Marley guy, like everybody else in college. And when I, I remember when I first got to to L.A., someone had given me the script that I read, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this, and it never came out. Then fast forward, here it is. And they got this dude. And man, it looked really good. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for both trailers. Very curious to hear what you guys think. All right, next story is one that we've been talking about a lot on here. And let's talk about the box office. Insidious. So it's like the fifth one or something? Well, Sony's horror thriller Insidious, The Red Door, is coming in ahead of expectations. The film pulled in $15.2 million on its opening day, including $5 million in previews. So it did a total of um, 32.7 million. Indiana Jones did 26.5. Sound of Freedom did 18.2. Elemental did 9.6. And Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse did 8. Um, start with Elemental, right? Elemental starting to make a bit of a push. And it's still, so far, I think, I think the movie cost like $200 million to make. It made $251 million worldwide so far. So it is going to start to get to a place where it might break even. And when it first came out, it looked like, oh, that was going to be one of the bigger bombs. Now, it's not going to be a massive hit, but, it, but it's kind of like the little engine that, that could, right? It's, it's, it's making money every weekend because it's one of the only games in town for kids to go and check out. Like my wife and my kids went and saw it the other day. I still haven't seen it. Um, the Indiana Jones movie still at number two is like, 247 million with a 300 million dollar budget and as this movie comes out in the mission impossible next week it's going to be harder and harder for this movie to to break even so it was a disappointment and goes into the, the bigger point of the larger budget the two that really stand out obviously i mean you got spider-man across the spider-verse still making money we'll start with that one that's um that's got 642 million worldwide it's a massive hit and it's on it's the two that stand out though are sound of freedom and insidious because they're both small budgets I think let's see. I don't remember how much. Sound of Freedom I think cost something like fifteen million or something along the lines. It's already made forty million worldwide, and same thing with Insidious, something like fifteen million dollars to make or, or or less, and it's made sixty-five so far, and it's made it's one of the biggest um, overseas horror movies that they've done so far, or something along those lines. Uh, two things to it, it just goes back to what we were been talking about: movies that people are passionate about. And movies that people really want to see, and if you make it at a lower budget, and you can get people out there, you're, you're making money. Um, so, and first of all, for all the people who are going to write 
Hey, have you reviewed Sound of Freedom yet? Please include, when you write that, when you write that, please include, have you seen Sound of Freedom yet, Insidious, and Elemental? Because the answer is no on all three. If you are legit asking me because like, you just want me to see the movie because you've seen the movie, you like it, there's other movies too that you've seen that you want me to see, please. But if you're doing it for like a political agenda, please stop. Um, I want to see it. I want to see Elemental. I want to see Insidious. I'm going to see all these movies. I'll probably wind up seeing them all in the, in the, um, when it comes to streaming. I want to see all three of them because I heard all three of them are good. So I'm looking forward to seeing all three of them. When I get a chance to see it, I will. Um, but if you're legit asking me because you've seen it and you think it's a great movie, great. But, but if you know what you're doing, you know, l l stop. I'm not, there's no teams. I don't play on different teams. There's two different teams that everyone's on. I don't play on the different teams. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I watch the movies that I want to see. And I heard good things about it, so I'll check it out. Um, same thing with Insidious, The Red Door. Heard really good things about it. I want to check it out. I missed it. Same thing about Elemental. Missed it. Um, I also missed the, like, what happens, too, if they, they sent, they'll send screenings. And both Sound of Freedom and Elemental, oh, excuse me, and I, Elemental did send a screening. I just didn't see it. I didn't see the movie. And Insidious, I didn't get, I had to, like, I had to follow up to the studios, and I didn't. So that was on me. And I didn't get a chance to do it. But I do want to see all of them, and especially the fact that they're all doing really well on, uh, well, Sound of Freedom and Insidious are doing really well on the budgets that, that are out there. So it's um, what they've done. Like that's, that's what I hope starts to happen. Even with these big, huge movies, instead of, like I said, instead of these inflated, unrealistic $300 million budgets, on a movie, on a franchise that nobody was really kind of clamoring for, besides like people like myself and some other people in my generation, like you're gonna spend three hundred million dollars on a movie, you better make sure that it's a worldwide thing that people really want to see. Um, if not, then take a shot. And if you're gonna do a movie like an Indiana Jones movie, like hundred fifty million dollars would have made sense. I, I would understood that for sure. But if you're doing something like Insidious and you're like, yeah, we're gonna make another one, we're gonna make it for fifteen million dollars. And we're going to hope to really get some marketing out there. We're going to hope to turn a profit on it. And then you make $35 million on your first weekend. Well done. Same thing. Sounds of Freedom costs nothing to, I mean, not nothing to make, but 15 million, 20, whatever it does, does 40 million overall. Well done. That's how you do it. And I hope that more people do that. So I think that that's, um, that's, that's how you do th these movies. Um, and I hope that they do it more with the big bu budgets as well. All right, let's move on to something. Sticking, let's go to the Warner Brothers side of things. There's been consistent talk with Constantine 2, what's going to happen. I am legend. Well, apparently, it's still going to happen. Continuing the promotion of the Apple TV series, The Crowded Room, starring Tom Holland and Amanda Seyfried, creator Akiva Goldsman spoke with, the, spoke with the playlist about his other two projects in the works. Two titles he is attached to write are two high-profile sequels, for his 2007 feature, I Am Legend, starring Will Smith, and the Keanu Reeves-led 2005 film, Constantine. With the writer's strike on, Goldman couldn't say much, as everything is on hold, but he was able to confirm that those sequels are still happening and are next on his agenda once the strike is over. My pen is down, so there's nothing to do. But yeah, those things are next. I'm writing when I'm allowed to write again. And I've already begun I Am Legend 2 when we started the strike. And Francis Lawrence, Keanu Reeves, and I have broken Constantine 2. I just haven't started typing yet. Hasn't started typing yet. But it's weird because Constantine 2 was kind of going back and forth. It is happening. It isn't happening. Keanu's not sure. He is sure. He's not sure. Nobody knows. And then I Am Legend was something. I think that more people, maybe I'm wrong, but I think more people want Constantine 2 than they do I Am Legend. Even though I Am Legend probably did better than Constantine 1, if that makes sense. 
and not because of the Will Smith that's happened recently. I I, I am I, I I am someone who thinks that we live in an age that depends on what somebody does, obviously. And and but I think that we are in a place where there are people who are just want people to to that's it. You did something, you're out for good, no matter what. See you later. And I I, I don't agree with what Will Smith did, but at, at all. Um, but I do think that. To me, I, I accepted his apology when when he when he said it. I believed him. I think Chris Rock came back and and smacked him verbally. So I think you know, I think he's 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 taken some shots himself. So, and there will be some people, and I think they're more than more than their right to never want to watch a Will Smith movie ever again. They're more than their right. I I don't think that they should um, chastise those who decide they want to see it now. If Will Smith decided that he was going to double down and continue to to stand by it and stand by what he did, I don't know if I necessarily would support him because I didn't agree with what he did. But he what and whether you think well, he apologized because he had to. It very well, could be true, and he's a very good actor. But I bought it. That being said, uh, I'm interested. I didn't like love. I am Legend, uh, but I'd be interested to see it again and just to see where the story goes, how it plays. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 down to see that one. But Constantine two, it, funny enough, same thing. Like if you went back and you asked which one I liked better, when you went back from when I saw them initially, I probably both have only seen them once a piece. And at the time, I probably would tell you that I liked I Am Legend better. But I think as time went on, I became so much more of a Keanu Reeves fan. I always liked Keanu Reeves, but I've just become so much more of a fan of his in general. And do I think that Will Smith is the better actor? It's not, you know, it's not a comparison piece here, but yes, I do. There's just something about Keanu Reeves where he's just the most likable, cool motherfucker that there is that you just root for the guy. And he, can, and he does something that very few people continue to do. He'll do a couple of these, and he'll hit the big one, and then he starts to go like this, and you're like, oh, it was fun when it lasted, and then he hits another big one. Like, oh, that was fun when it lasted. And then he goes down. Oh, and then he does it again. And he did that. And whether it was, uh, you know, obviously John Wick was the recent one. He did uh, he did The Matrix, Speed, Bill and Ted, like all these movies that he's done. And he's just continuing. And then you read all this stuff about him. And I, I and like if you follow this channel, I, I had the, 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 the privilege of, of being able to meet him through Boom Studios for his... Um, comic and he's everything you wanted the guy to be yeah he's everything you wanted him to be um so i root for him so i've become more of a keanu reeves fan over the last couple of years and i'm more intrigued because he, he just and again not to say that will smith doesn't but there just seems to be a certain passion that keanu reeves puts into what he's doing whether it is the comic book whether it is john wick movies whether whatever it might be i'm very interested to see what this evolves kind of keanu reeves somewhat almost 20 years will be i guess 20 years by the time that they do the sequel what that's going to look like so i'm a little bit more intrigued with that and how is it going to fit into the dcu if it does at all or is it elseworlds which i think that they said it might be what do you guys think are you excited for this do you think it'll work go ahead and comment and tell me exactly what you think which one are you looking forward to more um okay uh james gunn 
We are two years out, this is again from Dark Horizons, we're two years out from Superman Legacy hitting cinemas, and the film's director, James Gunn, has offered some more tidbits about the film in a series of social media postings regarding to fan questions. As we know, the film isn't an origin story, but will be set in Superman's early days, so Clark Kent, David Cornswett, and Lois Lane, Rachel Brosnahan, will be working together at the Daily Planet. Speaking on threads, Gunn confirms it also won't be an origin story of how Clark came to work on the news outlet. Rather, he'll be employed there in his earlier days at the Daily Planet. Next up, he shot down the talk of members of the Authority being in the film. A fan asked for a hint regarding the main villain of the film and, he, and said, we already know the Authority will be present. Gunn responded, I never said the Authority would be present. That response comes in the wake of recent talk that multiple heroes will appear in the film, such as Mr. Terrific and members of the Authority. We do know a movie about the Authority is in the first phase of the new DCU studio slate. Also on the slate is the animated Creature Commandos series, with Gunn confirming that the series will take place in a modern day and not World War II setting. The film is dubbed the DC version of a Universal's Monsters team-up movie. Finally, Gunn shot down the rumor that the new DCU has led to the second half of the fourth season of Doom Patrol being shelved. Gunn said he has confirmation they are coming, just the premiere date hasn't been set yet. Um, so he did. I, so I'm going to disagree with the article here. It says next up he shot down talk of members of the authority being in the film. He said, I never said the authority would be present. That's not shooting it down. That, uh, James Gunn is cagey. James Gunn will say things like, well, I never said that. He didn't say, he didn't definitively say they're not in it. He said, I never said that. He also said George Clooney wasn't in The Flash. So that, unfortunately, that's what you're going to have to start saying now. That's the problem with social media. When you say, no, 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 and something is, it, it, you get into that, oh, okay, Benedict Cumberbatch isn't con. So it, it, it doesn't, it, it's hard to, I don't know, it's hard to believe. Um, that's why I think that he's really good at answering fans and doing stuff, and, I, and I'm excited to see his version of it. I really am. I think that the stuff he's been doing lately, the Suicide Squad, Guardians 3, some of my favorite stuff that he's done, um, Peacemaker, he, he's, he's on another level right now when it comes to his writing and, and directing. I think he's been doing great stuff, and the fact that they gave him DC, I'm, I'm on board for it, and there's a lot of people who aren't. Um, but I am, and I. But I still think there's certain things that he does on social media that's great, and there's other times where it's just like James, come on, dude, not necessary. And saying definitively no, and then like again with this particular thing with the authority, it's like I never said they were in it, but he could have followed up again. But I never did say that they weren't, you know. So I I, I push back that he um, that he shot down rumors of it. I just think he's being a little cagier. They very well might not be in the movie, but but don't be fooled by his words. He knows he knows how to how to use words very well. He's a very smart man. Um, what else? When it comes to David Cornsweet and Rachel Brosnan, I love that we're not doing another origin story. I think it's similar to kind of what we're doing, what they did with Spider Man, which made a lot of sense. It's like yeah, it's just like it's like the early days. It's it's just him kind of getting used to being into the city and all that, and it's it's him figuring out Metropolis, and he's been working there a little bit, and Superman is a thing, and and all that. And I I hope it's a scaled down Superman, you know. Meaning, um, and I we've, we've, I'm not going to go over the budget again, but I, I mean something like of uh, like not something like you know other 
aliens from other beings and all this stuff happened to be a smaller scale Superman. Focus on Lex and focus on those things. I, eventually, we can get there. Like, but I think a smaller scale just Superman story. That's what I'm interested in. I might I might be in the minority, but I'm very curious to see how they're gonna play it. I'm, it it's a becoming a, a, a very highly anticipated film for me, and I'm very curious to how because Warner Brothers still hasn't announced whether they're gonna be, um, in uh, San Diego or not Comic Con. I found this last story pretty interesting. Elizabeth Olsen says that she hopes to one day get to explore the mutant side of her Wanda Maximoff, the secret witch character, in the MCU. In the comics, her character is one of the most powerful mutants, but the MCU has yet to introduce the X-Men proper and has only barely hinted at mutants with one vague reference in WandaVision. Well, that's not true. Okay, and another more direct. Excuse me, I'm sorry. In Ms. Marvel and Patrick Stewart's Professor X cameo. Despite her characters seemingly being crushed by a falling temple in last year's Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, many believe that that's not the end of Wanda. I don't think so either. Appearing at the TJH Superhero Car Show and Comic-Con this week, Olsen was asked where she would like to see her character go in the future, to which she quickly responded saying, oh gosh, I just want to figure out the whole mutant thing. Like, that's really, and none of us can do anything about it. Like, we can't do anything about it. We're not X-Men, but gosh, I just love to explore that so much. I think X-Men was definitely my first experience with superhero type films. The closest Wanda Vision, excuse me, the closest Wanda has come to the X-Men has been Catherine Hahn's Agatha Harkness, who says that Maximoff's proximity to the Infinity Stone and Vision's forehead amplified something that was already inside of her. Marvel Studios will tease another X-Men connection with Hugh Jackman's Wolverine to show up in next year's Deadpool 3 in some form. How and when? The MCU's version of X-Men will officially appear is not yet clear. Well, I think that the idea that a lot of times when the actor wants nothing to do with it anymore, they go, I'm, I'm done. I did my thing. I'm out. And then basically what that means is, I don't know, if they unload a big pile of money in my backyard, maybe I'll do it. But this seems like she wants to do it again. I, I, and I think that if you look at if you watched her interview with, um, with Josh Horowitz, Happy, sad, confused. If you haven't checked out, you should. Um, it seemed, and I don't know. I mean, if you talk to her without cameras on and without microphones on, maybe you get this out of her, maybe you wouldn't. But I don't know if she was a big fan of the film. And the only reason I say that is from the interviews that I've seen her, whether it was on that show or other shows where she just seems like, it seemed like she was a little frustrated in, in, a, in a way where it was like, well, they didn't really even watch WandaVision. She didn't say it that way. She said she said it in a in a way that was could have been construed as no. She just said that's just what it was, and I'm reading into it maybe, and maybe it's not accurate whatsoever. But it just seems like she doesn't want that to be the end of how she plays that character. Now I think if it would have ended with Wandavision, maybe she would have been because Wandavision, Wandavision, I thought was fantastic. I thought it was great, and I was not looking forward to that show. I thought it was fantastic. I watched it again recently. It's a fantastic show. Um, and I think she's great as Wanda. I don't love what happened because I'm in, in Doctor Strange 2 because it just kind of happened. And I don't think it was a great transition. I know some people disagree, but that's the way I feel. Um, and I'm with her. I'd like to see them explain a little bit more of the mutant side of it and how that could play. So fingers crossed because I think that the this overall, the bigger conversation, which I'm very, I've been very adamant about, is that 
as much as I love time travel and as much as I love the multiverse stuff and not not necessarily in Marvel and, and DC and all that stuff and in the actual um, theorizing of whether or not it how much it really exists in the and if if it could ever be tapped into and all that it's fascinating to me right but I don't think it works for for the MCU I think that it's just I think it's too confusing I think it's there's just too much going on I don't think I don't think they've explained it or 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 utilized it well enough yet um so I think that the future of the MCU, once they get past the multiverse saga and all that stuff, is really both Fantastic Four and X-Men. I think you could play with the X-Men for years. Standalone movies and, and I mean, years. It could be many phases of Marvel. Wolverine movies, Rogue movies, uh, Cyclops movies, Storm movies, and then an X-Men movie. It's similar to how they used to do it with, with the Avengers. You could play with with them for for forever, for a Magneto movie. This you, you could be forever. You could be playing with those characters now that they got them back for a while. And I think that'll be the kind of the history. It should be the history of the, uh, of, the excuse me the future of the MCU um, after they figure out all this stuff. And we're talking 10, 15, 20 years into the future here. But I don't know. I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense to tie it all in, and 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 that's ultimately where where we are. With um, with the X Men and and with with Marvel and how we could potentially use um, Scarlet Witch, but what do you guys think? Any of the stuff we talked about today, please let me know. Comment. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Anywhere podcasts are found. As I mentioned, please, 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 if you're able to sign up to Rocket Money today, sign up to them today. Use my code, and I would love for them to come back and be a sponsor, a regular sponsor on this show. Um, you guys can make that happen. And that's how you support the show. People ask all the time how to support the show. Uh, I don't do live shows, so they say, well, what about Super Chats? I mean, no, and we do live streams on a different channel, but like that's here, if you really want to support the big thing, find a sponsor that's right for you. And I honestly think Rocket Money is for everyone. I think everyone should have this, especially with the amount of streaming people sign up to and other things they sign up to. I think everybody should have Rocket Money. Um, and I, I, I promise you, I use it every day. And I hope that you guys will too and use our code because people have been said, have said they want to help us get to become the number one kind of movie show in this space. In order to do that, help us out. Get those sponsors. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining me here on the show today. We'll be back on Wednesday. And tomorrow, I think there's some other things. I don't know. We'll see if there's any short videos. But for the most part, check out Katie Sackoff's show over on her channel. I'm producing that show. And I hope you enjoy it. Got Bryce Dallas Howard on there. We got a new episode coming up on Wednesday with Katie and I talking a little bit about the Bryce episode. And then we announce our special guest, our new guest for next week. So check it out. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. And we'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Mm -hmm.